0: Jesus and his disciples were in a boat, about to be swamped by a great wind and waves, a storm raging all around them. Amidst the fear and incredulity of the disciples, Jesus says three words. Peace, be still. And the winds and the seas obeyed Jesus. The storm calmed, and there was peace. On Wednesday night, nine people were killed at Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina. And the gunman, or terrorist, we could call him, was caught, confessed to the killings, and then on Friday, he was being arraigned. And I heard recordings on the news of the family members of those who had been killed during their, who were there during the arraignment. And they were forgiving the young man and praying for him. They obeyed Jesus. The storm calmed and there was peace. While the storm in their lives is far from over, and they are, I am sure, far from being at peace, they chose to offer peace and forgiveness rather than to spread anger hatred, which they were probably also feeling. The sister of the pain, Middleton, doctor, one of those who was killed, said that peace is still a work in progress. Forgiveness is still a work in progress. I'm very angry, but one thing the pain has taught us is that we are the family love-built. We have no room for hate. Peace, be still, Jesus said to the storm, and the storm calmed, and there was peace. Jesus commanded his disciples, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Again, he said, bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. The families of the victims of this shooting have obeyed Jesus' commands. They have shown grace upon grace. They have offered peace to this storm storm, that threatened to swamp their boats. Anger and fear and resentment are very natural ways that we react when facing storms in our lives. The problem is anger and fear and resentment don't bring peace. They just make the storm worse and swamp our boats much more quickly. Nelson Mandela, among others, said, Resentment is like drinking poison and then expecting your enemies to die. There are so many storms out there. There are so many storms in here. How are we going to obey Jesus in order to bring peace and calm to these storms? What are we going to do? Despite all the political talk and debate that has erupted once again, bringing even more storms, the violent boast thinking that our nation faces will not be solved through legislation. Laws may help, but they won't calm the storm. They won't bring peace. There are no easy fixes or quick solutions. So what are we going to do, and how are we going to respond? clergy colleague of mine, wrote the following in prayer. Dear Lord, what would you have us do to turn things around? Maybe start with turning around. Repentance? We, the church, are supposed to know how to do that. Confession? What would world-changing repentance and confession from an entire denomination? The Episcopal Church, since a bunch of us are getting together this week for general convention. What would the entire church's repentance for the sins of racism look like? What would happen if an entire church got down on her knees and repented? What would happen if we stayed on our knees and waited for God to move us? Stay on our knees in prayer and wait for God to move us. That sounds like a pretty good way forward. We want the world to change. But we can't expect it to change if we don't change. And we can't know how to change if we don't listen to God first. So I am suggesting and asking that all of us get together weekly with others to pray for peace and calm for the many storms in our lives and in our nation. And then, when you get guidance from God, daring enough to act, obeying Jesus' commands to bring peace and calm to the storm. If our actions aren't bringing peace and calm, then we don't need to be taking those actions. So pray first, and then act. Now regarding praying with others in a group, this could be for five minutes with a co-worker every week. This could be with a couple of friends with whom you already gather weekly. This could be with folks from St. Mark's that you decide to get together with and join in prayer every week. I've printed cards for everyone that you should have right now. The white cards for you to write down three or four names of people you are going to ask to pray with you weekly. Difficult, maybe awkward. So, you should also have a card with a prayer service on it. might be a little small print or some jokes, I'm sorry. Use it if it's helpful. It's a basic liturgy for a short, small group prayer service for peace adopted or adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. Finally, you should have kind of a bookmark, that has a prayer for the morning and a prayer for the night, both prayers asking for God to make us servants of his peace. Use these tools. We need peace so that the storms of this nation don't keep sinking our boats. We need to obey Jesus as the wind and the seas did, as the family of those in South Carolina did. I'm asking you to do this. I'm asking you to gather with others for prayer. If you need help in starting this, then ask for it. If you've already got a group and are open to a couple of other people joining, then let me or Lynette or Carol or Lisa, your vestry members in charge of our worship life together, know and we'll help guide people to you. Pray nightly by yourself or with your family, for peace. Pray that God will make us servants of his peace and pray that we would obey Jesus as readily as the storm and the sea. And I offer an end with these two prayers for the morning and the night. For the morning, Lord of all creation, of life and life, the world is not what we wish it were. Lord, use us as you would to bring about your kingdom of love. Help transform our hearts to let go of fear and pride, self-righteousness and resentment, and fill us instead with daring, compassion, empathy, forgiveness, and love. Then use us as you will, and leave us open and alert to your guidance. And each night, Lord, we have done what we could today. We regret those actions that did not take what you wanted, that we did not take what you wanted us to, and those actions which were against your will. We are also grateful for those times when we served you well. This day is now past. Please take it as our offering to you and grant us a peaceful night and a perfect end, that we may be refreshed to do your will again tomorrow. As we pray these prayers, pray in faith and with confidence in Jesus, Jesus who said to the storm, peace, be still, and the storm called, and there was peace. Amen.